everyone. Consult, the Consulting Club of NIBM brings to you its very own podcast series. The podcast series has its own importance in the sense as we interact directly with prominent personalities from different fields. Today, we have here with us Mr. Ayan Sanyal, a senior consultant at PwC India. Sir is a management consultant with a strong inclination towards technology and strategy. He has previously worked at HCL Technologies as an IT solutions consultant for insurance deals across technologies and geographies. Prior to MBA, he also worked as a Sybase developer at Cognizant for JP Morgan's asset management technology. We express our gratitude to you, sir, for squeezing out time from your busy schedule and for being available to enlighten us with your expertise in the field. This interaction, we are sure, will be of great help to everyone listening to this podcast and will empower us and also broaden our horizon of understanding of technology, strategy and consulting. To begin with, Sir, maybe know about you and your journey from an engineering graduate to a senior consultant at PwC. Yeah, uh, thanks Ananya for the introduction. Uh, it's good to be here with uh, Consult uh, and I have not interacted uh, with uh, specifically, I think all of you are from uh, banking and financial services uh, student, right? Yes, sir. Your specialization, yeah, yeah. So uh, my background was in marketing, so I have not uh, interacted much with uh, the finance students uh, for a long time now. So it's good to be here. Uh, so as you were talking about my background and my uh, journey from engineering to PwC. So after 12th, uh, as you know, I studied engineering, electrical engineering. Then from uh, college campus placements, I got into uh, Cognizant Technology Solutions. So at Cognizant, I was uh, in the BFSI uh, domain. So in BFSI, JP Morgan is one of the big clients for Cognizant. So there I was working uh, in the database technology team. So uh, that was purely a role where I had to develop uh, code and understand the requirements uh, of JP Morgan's one business unit. So that was there uh, for one and a half years I worked in that role. Mm, and then I always had the desire to go for a post-graduation and uh, while working on Cognizant I also understood that uh, when you are working in a tech uh, focused role so you are very limited uh, in your uh, depth and breadth of uh, knowledge mm, because uh, more as a fresher after engineering so you are given a set uh, work in a set project and you are doing that, you don't have much knowledge or much scope to know about the entire uh, business or entire client interaction, how it is happening at higher levels. Mm, so that was one of the uh, driving factor why I chose to do an MBA. Uh, so uh, then I went to IMT Ghaziabad. Uh, my specialization was marketing and some technology subjects as well. Mm, uh, so after MBA, I got uh, placed into HCL Technologies. So again, during MBA, like uh, I'm thinking about most of the people are uh, going for marketing and sales kind of roles. They are interested in FMCG or FMCD industries. Uh, they want to go into that kind of brand management or sales roles. But uh, somehow I was very clear that uh, uh, sales or front-end sales roles uh, will not be a suit for me. So I had uh, decided to uh, try for the consulting or technology-oriented roles. 
so i felt that it will be a better match for my uh, personality mm. so from there uh, so excel technologies was offering a role which was uh, more inclined to the financial services experience that i had with cognizant plus uh, the business aspect of it that i wanted to go into so at that point of time that uh, role uh, was good for me so i uh, chose that uh, so then from hcl technologies when i started working it was in again in the financial services uh, vertical so that was uh, mostly a business development and solution development role uh, where i have to understand the clients uh, challenges clients business requirements and then create a overall solution a high level solution uh, for them and this was a part of the business development team uh, for hcl technologies so that gave me a good understanding of how uh, the large corporations work how their it and business decisions are made how their uh, you know the budgets are being allocated to it projects and uh, what are the challenges they are facing especially as uh, insurance is a very old industry uh, so what happens even their it applications and their it infrastructure those are uh, there for a very long time so but uh, as we know that uh, the digital transformation and cloud migration is happening very fast so how these companies are keeping pace with uh, those changes and what are the steps that they are taking so all these uh, aspects become clearer to me when i was working in that role uh, but then i also wanted to move uh, into a consulting role which would which would be more of a client facing role so that's when the opportunity from pwc came in and uh, i joined that team so at pwc the role is a mix of uh, both technology consulting and uh, some strategy project and i also work for both the uh, public sector uh, the government clients and also some of the private uh, sector clients so this is again a very good mix because uh, it's not that all the projects are technology oriented projects Uh, some of the projects are like market study assessment of the uh, competition or what is the market size how to analyze that these kind of projects on the other hand some are uh, it uh, business analysis project management kind of project so it's a good mix of uh, experience that i'm having here mm, so yeah that's my journey thank you so much sir Uh, so we have this question from you that being from an engineering background, did you find the change over to management world comfortable, or did you encounter some hurdles? No, so uh, I would. Uh, there are two types of people. So some people are there who are very technology oriented. even after some of my friends even after completing their mba they realized that uh, the kind of roles that are offered after mba will not suit them again somehow they have gone back to core technical roles but for me it was different because i always wanted to be uh, in a business focused role so for me it was a very comfortable one and uh, moreover there are some traits that we develop while working so like uh, how to face the client because in a tech role uh, more in the early years of our career we are not facing the client directly or at least over the call we are having calls but we are not facing them we are not uh, the client is not directly reaching out to me uh, for their challenges but in consulting every day i am facing the client and he is asking me questions that this is my problem what shall i do so the thing is uh, no one will know all the answers uh, in consulting 
he can be an expert in one specific thing but the client can ask anything so but then at those uh, point of times so we cannot uh, express to them that i don't know this somehow we have to put up an image that uh, will manage or we may not be having the specific answer to that question at that point of time but our uh, knowledge of surrounding what is happening in the industry uh, and perspective about multiple issues through those knowledge we can we have to handle the client in those situations so that is one of the biggest learning that may be a problem for someone coming from technology to consulting background but uh, these are things that we develop uh, as we go on Definitely, sir. Thank you, sir, for that answer. So, uh, you know, many students, they have this question in this mind. How should one stay up to date with IT developments, you know, going around them? So uh, what is your take on this? How should one keep themselves updated with the developments with technicalities around them? Okay. So uh, in today's world, uh, I think it's very easy because uh, for me, what I do is... Uh, I'm active on uh, LinkedIn. I'm active on like digital media, basically digital newspapers and all. So whatever news comes in, maybe that is just the first glance of it. So if uh, some development in IT interests me, then I pick that up and do my further research. And uh, there are some uh, apps uh, that uh, we can use. Like one is Medium, you may be knowing. Uh, so Medium is one app that uh, I frequently use. Then uh, McKinsey Insights is another app. Uh, so all these apps I got to know during the MBA days, but uh, at that time I didn't realize how much it uh, can be of use to me. But later on in my career to keep uh, abreast of the regular developments, recent developments, I frequently use these apps. And uh, obviously, if one is interested in some specific field of technology, then YouTube is also a great resource, I think. Yeah. Definitely, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, sir, as we know uh, that blockchain is comparatively new and people can sometimes have hard times adapting to new tech. Have you ever experienced difficulty with getting staffs or subordinates who are working under you to understand the system? How do you resolve this if you face such kind of problem? So uh, I've not faced much problem uh, yet, uh, not only for blockchain, but any emerging technology. So uh, mostly with clients, uh, some of the clients may not be aware about that. So when I'm proposing a new solution based on that technology and they don't know the basics of it. So those are some uh, tough times that we have to uh, convince them. So what happens is if we can draw parallel with some existing technology, or some old uh, technology which uh, they are very comfortable with and then show the differences or the benefits that they will be uh, getting uh, by adopting the newer technology. So those times, uh, those type of uh, approach, I think, helps because ultimately clients or anyone is interested about what is the outcome of it. They are not interested about how the technology works. So if we can uh, start by showing them the benefits or the outcomes of a newer technology, then they get interested. Then uh, we can go into the intricacies if they're interested further. So I think that is one of the way that uh, is helpful. Thank you, sir. Sir, how do you think blockchain, AI, and cryptocurrency are going to change the future of the banking and finance industry? Yeah, so... Uh, uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, uh, I would... Uh, uh, separate it a bit from AI. 
uh, AI is extensively being already being used in banking and financial services. And uh, the type of applications that AI has is uh, much more relatable to uh, everyone because the outcomes uh, can be seen directly. Or uh, the AI is like, it is the, it can be applied in the functional process flows of multiple uh, financial process. Uh, but uh, blockchain and uh, the product of it that is uh, Bitcoin. So these are some parallel systems that some people are trying to establish. But in financial services, uh, this is part of the larger domain of like distributed finance or uh, we can call it like in circumventing the traditional banking system. Uh, suppose uh, Facebook has set up Libra. So that is uh, one way to circumvent the traditional banking system to have your own banking system where you are not being governed or not being controlled by the central bank. So these are some of its benefits, some disadvantages also. So I think blockchain and cryptocurrency uh, will take some time to be adopted in uh, financial services world. Uh, mainly because of two reasons, because uh, people, the normal citizens, they are not much adept with this. They still do, do not trust it. They are not uh, aware about what is the technology, what is cryptocurrency. And secondly, the regulators uh, are also not comfortable with it. So until uh, the regulation is very clear on uh, currencies, it will not be easy for citizens to accept also. So that will take time, but AI is already in a, uh, I think, good stage in financial services and multiple use cases are being taken up on a regular basis. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, so moving on, uh, can you shed some light on the area of consultancy and you know, how do you uh, deal with the projects that the clients bring to you? How do you assess their problems and you know, uh, deliver them the solutions? Yeah. So, uh, I would divide the projects into two types what I work on. Uh, one is uh, a more of strategy project or more of uh, defining the solution for them. And the second one is uh, running a project or uh, being part of a ongoing program and driving it to success. So for the first type of project where they are coming up with a problem to us, or sometimes we are also proposing them a solution. So in those cases, what happens it starts with the current state assessment of the client. So uh, suppose uh, there is a supply chain uh, problem. Suppose some, some organization is having multiple warehouses, multiple production units and distributors. So they are facing some problem in the supply chain. So when they are approaching uh, me as a consultant, my first step will be to ask them uh, some questions which will help them to unearth their problem better. They may be having one line, uh, one line of problem. But uh, there are much more uh, intricacies to that problem statement, which they are also not uh, realizing uh, in the first stage. So we have to ask some of the uh, deep, deeper questions, which will also help them to understand their problem better. The second step would be to do a very detailed uh, current state assessment of their system. So who are their distributors? What is the production? How uh, the transportation is being done? who all are the actors, what are the data that is flowing from one person to other, what are the financial implications. So once we uh, do this assessment, this is done by interviews, by visiting those places, by conducting surveys and all. So once uh, that is completed, we get to know what are the challenges they are actually facing. 
So now the future state solution is being uh, designed based on the problems that we identified. Most of the time, what happens is we re-engineer the process. Suppose we uh, identify that five uh, extra steps are being done in the entire supply chain, which are redundant, which can be removed. So we re-engineer the process, how newer systems, IT systems can be brought in to uh, solve uh, that problem. So this, this is the standard approach that we follow. And for the second type of projects that I was saying, suppose uh, one recent transformation in financial services, some project is going on. So in that, uh, what happens as a project manager, uh, the, our primary role is the project manager. So you have to be very clear about what are the KPIs for the project. At the end of the day, uh, the outcomes are me measured using KPIs. So those KPIs have to be tracked by the consultants very uh, closely on a regular basis. And the reporting part of it to the client's top management, that is also very important. So these two aspects are uh, the most critical. Thank you so much, sir. It was really you know, enlightening to know the entire process that goes on into consulting. So, sir, uh, you know, are there any courses or certifications that you would recommend for students and budding consultants? Mm. So uh, for consulting, uh, there is no specific uh, certification or courses, at least uh, in a very early stage of career, I would say. Uh, but with NIBM's uh, background, I think uh, many of you would go into financial uh, sector-specific consulting, so not technology-related. So for them, I think the finance certifications that are there, uh, many MBA students pursue them, like CFA, FRM. So those may help because uh, you know these big four uh, firms, Deloitte, PwC, UI, and even others like Accenture and all, they are uh, having specific teams with risk consulting where uh, they prefer the FRM people with valuation teams where the CFA people are preferred. So in those kind of setup, these certifications will definitely help. And uh, But the finance students, BFSI students also go for uh, IT role and wherein they may be placed in some uh, project of some BFSI client where they have to do the role of a business analyst, understand the client's uh, processes and uh, design the process flows. So in those cases, I don't think in the initial stage there is any certification. Only we have to just uh, keep our eyes and ears open and read up uh, wherever any recent development is happening. I think that is enough uh, for to start with. Yeah. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, sir, uh, your advice to budding management stars for future. Any uh, mantra that you would like to give to us? Yeah. So one is. Uh, one is definitely that uh, we cannot be uh, having some knowledge today and thinking that uh, I have gained enough uh, knowledge because that will become old tomorrow itself. Uh, the pace at which everything is changing and everything is now a technology business. The domain side is now secondary because uh, we BFSI sector or any other sector uh, the complete uh, starting to ending is being driven by technology. Even the top leadership is thinking from a very different angle. So what I need to learn today, I have to uh, learn something new tomorrow again. Otherwise, my knowledge will become old and I will become redundant in the industry. That is one. Second is, uh, in during conversation with your colleagues, with your clients, uh, with uh, any stakeholder, you will get so many information in your head. Like they will be uh, having some problem statement or they will be making some comments. So you will get some information or you will be reading up somewhere. 
So the information is okay, but that should not be staying only at the level of information because instantly within few seconds uh, in our head, we have to think what is the implication of this data? Because uh, we can have lots of data, but instantly in front of the client, if we are not uh, able to give them uh, the implication of the insight from data within a few seconds, then it will not help them. Uh, that will not be a fruitful discussion. So like thinking, uh, always thinking on your feet and uh, having to dissect the data in your brain, that is helpful. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you, sir, for sharing your experience, for inspiring us with your real life expertise. We are so grateful to you for enlightening us. We are sure this will help us decide and define our career trajectory. It was a pleasure to learn from you. Thank you once again. Sure, uh, it was a pleasure for me as well. As well, uh, uh, good to be with the MBA students after a few years. Uh, and good session and good time to be spent with you.